From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm going to get it. Because I, 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 been waiting all night. It's gang time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. Hey, good morning. Welcome to Monday. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Your first word in sports as we kick off a brand new day and a brand new week. Uh, glad to have you with us as we have got a ton to talk about today. Lots to get to. And, uh, man, it's just uh, great to have you with us as we get ready. Uh, As you make your way out the door this morning, you may want to grab an umbrella, a raincoat, or something. I mean, we got rain coming, and uh, we're going to have a wet, rainy Monday, which is okay. I'd rather have rain on Monday than rain on Friday, Ryan. Much rather have rain on Monday than rain on Friday. I agree completely. Or Saturday, for that matter. So, anyway. All right, so the uh, Green Bay Packers had uh, just lost to the Detroit Lions, had lost five in a row, had guys complaining, thing was was headed down into the ditch, and then the Dallas Cowboys come calling. And the Packers get an overtime win over Dallas. Uh, I mean, it's the NFL, kids. It's the NFL. Did you see how the Vikings and the Buffalo Bills finished up? Watched the whole game. It was awesome. Crazy, crazy fin- uh, finish to that one, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Especially that catch by Jefferson on fourth and 18, unbelievable. Yep. Yep, good stuff. Good stuff. F- would they fumble into the end zone and yeah. so they recover for a touchdown? And yeah. So, just bu- some crazy stuff. Yeah, just Buffalo got a stop at the one-yard line, got the ball back, and then fumbled in the end zone. Yeah crazy it just goes to show you now when you play 17 games in a season in a football season you're gonna have a day you just are I mean you may have a couple of them now what it did do in the Cowboys Packers game created separation for the for the Philadelphia Eagles and the New York Giants the New York football Giants are now in sole possession of second place now and the Cowboys they now head to Minnesota to take on the Vikings next week, three o'clock, or three twenty-five. Actually, uh, that could that could turn into two in a row real quick. That's that that Viking team's kind of got the mojo, don't they? Yeah, they do on both sides of the ball, especially just offensively. Kirk Cousins has really picked it up as of late. I mean, with the weapons he has to Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson might be the best wide receiver in the entire league. Well. They're cooking. I, I know that. Uh, you know, there's a lot of conversation about Philadelphia because they're undefeated. But, man, don't you dare overlook the Minnesota Vikings. So, the Cowboys at 6-3 and three very easily could be 6-4. and four. I mean, I'm not predicting a loss on Monday, but I wouldn't be surprised. Would you? No, especially in Minnesota. And just the way they're playing right now, like you mm-hmm. said, wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah, they got they got it going on. So, uh, and I know that you know the the old adage is just get into the tournament and everybody's zero and zero. But man, oh man, wouldn't you like a home game or two? I think you would. So uh, we'll see how it all goes. Yeah, you know, 
it just drives me nuts to hear people. Well, Mike McCarthy, Mike McCarthy. What did uh, he didn't want to kick a fifty-plus field goal in that situation? Execute the play. First of all, don't give up two hundred and six yards rushing. Let's start there. Let's start with the green. Let's start with Green Bay. Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers, the world's greatest quarterback that ever breathed. Just ask him. They ran it 62% of the time yesterday. You know why they ran it 62% of the time? Because they could. Mm -hmm. 206 yards on the ground. They mashed the Cowboys up front. Mashed them. That's been the strength of the Cowboys' defense all year long has been the front seven. There wasn't even much of a pass rush from Dallas either. Nope. Nope. No, it wasn't. Uh... (laughs) Cowboys had some injuries on the back end. There, there were guys out there playing, and I was wondering, have you ever played defensive back? The ball's in the air, and they they didn't know it. They literally did not know it, that the football was in the air. Uh, but anyway, the uh, Cowboys lose that one. But, I'm hey, I'm not putting that one on Mike McCarthy. Now, I did think a cup, they, they, they kept trying to get to the edge and, and get outside, and they couldn't. They couldn't. They just – I don't know. Their best attack was right at Green Bay. Mm-hmm. But Kellen Moore just was insistent that he was going to go outside. And and I know that those two picks probably were not on Dak Prescott. I think he had some route issues. But, man, he didn't throw it well early in the football game. He, di- he didn't. Uh, so, anyway, we'll get into all that today. Uh, also, Jerry Hill's going to be here. He's going to stop by. We'll talk about the Bears and Kansas State, and wow, how disappointing is that? And just the way it happened as well. Well, that's the point. Uh, Kansas State played better. Cut. I'm sorry, they did. They outplayed Baylor. However, I don't believe if they played 10 times that Kansas State is a 28-point better football team. I agree completely. That was just... Explain to me, and I'm not, you know, first of all, I wasn't on the field. I wasn't in the locker room. But it certainly looked like they were they were just flat. They, 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 they played very uninspired football. Yeah, and it, there didn't seem to be much aggression on either side of the ball. The Kansas State dominated the line of scrimmage as well. It was just, like you said, they just outplayed Baylor in every facet of the game. Well, they beat Baylor at Baylor's game. Mm-hmm. And we'll get into that uh, Coming up in our next segment. And then we'll also talk a little bit more about it. But that was my disappointment. I, that, you know, the fight didn't appear to be there. Just did not appear. That opening drive when I thought that, you know, when they were headed down to score. And then uh, you had the tip and the interception. and or, or, or was that a fourth down where they didn't convert? Anyway, they were, that first series, they were headed to score. No, it was an interception. They, it, I think they were at the 17 or something like that. They, mm-hmm. they, they, they were headed to score. And I think, if, for me, that was their best drive of the game. That and then when they snuck down and got the field goal right before half. And you thought, okay, it's 17-3. to three. They cut it to two scores. They'll, they'll do a couple of things in the locker room. They'll be fine. This wasn't the case. Chris Kleiman's team was ready to go. And I think they had a little chip on their shoulder after that Texas game. I don't think there's any doubt about it. So, we'll talk about that, what it does for the Bears, and uh, and 
we'll, we'll talk about that coming up in our next segment. Also, Jerry Hill again, as we mentioned, at the bottom of the hour. A lot of outstanding football games in, on the high school front played over the weekend. We'll uh, we'll get you squared up on what's going on there. And uh, let's see, what else? Curtis Quinlan from Channel 6 is going to drop by. Well, he's not going to drop by. He's going to be on the phone. But we'll talk to uh, Curtis Quinlan coming up uh, around 8.30 this morning. So I guess we're – I wonder if he set his alarm to get up and, and be with us. So <laughs> I'm poking fun at Ward. <laughs> well, it happens. You do you do the morning thing, and it happens. You you oversleep. You know the alarm didn't go off, or or whatever the case. It, it just happens. But uh, he'll be along shortly, and uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll talk about UMHB. Did you see that? You know what they did to McMurray. Yeesh. What was it? Sixty-two to three. Ugh. Is that what it ended up being? I, I believe so. It was, oh man. And now they they get a first round game at home against Huntington. I think how you say it. Somebody just you know I don't know if they did it just to to tease us, but they just they stuck a D in there. Just you know, just stuck it. It's it's kind of strange how that's spelt. Yeah, I've never seen it like that at all. Hunting Den, maybe? Hunting Den or something, yeah. But anyway, they're coming to town. They're coming, And that will be a noon kickoff on Saturday, round one. And then I believe they'll get the winner of what? Harden-Simmons and, oh. and Trinity. Yes. Yes, they are playing. Yeah. Yeah. So, and we'll see. I don't know if that, that would be a home game or, or a road game. Don't know. We'll talk more about it with uh, with Ward coming up. So, uh, and want to get your thoughts on the weekend. What was what was your what was your overall thoughts on the weekend? How big a disappointment was it for Baylor? And were you surprised at how the game went? Maybe not so surprised. You know, I, look, I thought this was a these two teams would get after each other. I really did. I I was looking forward to seeing that game. I was looking forward to seeing. You know, basically these two coaching staffs kind of square off and, you know, punch, counterpunch, the players punch, counterpunch. I thought they were kind of evenly matched. Not the case. Not the case Saturday night anyway. No, especially because how Kansas State, the week before, how they performed against Texas, they gave up 30, 31 points in the first half against Texas. Mm-hmm. And then they came here and then just played lights out. But they also fought like crazy in the second half to get back in that, that game against they Texas. They did. They did. So, but they, and look, their quarterback went down early in the football game. And then uh, Howard comes in, and boy, he he looked like a crafty old veteran. He yeah. played well. Just came right in and just took right over. It just, and he, he did that the every other opportunity he's had. He did that against Oklahoma State as well. I, and I know they're trying to figure out a way to redshirt him. Don't know that you can. Uh, I mean, he's been there for what, three or four years now? Honestly, I'm not sure. We'd have to look that up. But I, I will tell you this. He, he's he, – here's what I will tell you. There's no, there's no way that he didn't lock in in the preparation for the game. I mean, he, you know, 
whether you're the starter or the backup, I think it was irrelevant to him. That's a guy that went through the week getting ready to play as if he was going to start because he he was incredibly polished and smooth as soon as he came off that bench. He came, he came off the bench and he was ready to go. This is his third season at Kansas State. Okay, so there you go. All right, so that's uh, we that's kind of the show for you this morning, and uh, we'll. Uh, it, we'll also look ahead to uh, basketball that's uh, tonight. The uh, Bears play basketball tonight against Northern Colorado, and uh, we'll talk about that uh, on the program as well. So plenty to do this morning. We're glad you're with us. Uh, again, we've got, what, 44, 45 degrees, and I think it's going to kind of hover in that same area all day long today. So. There you go. All right, uh, 7 12, 12 minutes after 7. This is game time, your first word in sports on ESPN Central Texas. And uh, we're back to talk Baylor football and Big 12 football. We'll do it next. Friday night, the Mar Panthers take on Cushing in an area playoff game. And you can catch all the action on our sister station, Kicker, 1590 AM and 99.3 FM. Coverage of Martin Cushing begins at 6.30 with the pregame, the kickoff, and all the action at 7 o'clock. After the game, it's the Friday Night High School Football Scoreboard Show here on ESPN Central Texas. Catch Mark and Cushing Friday at 6.30 on Kicker, and after the game, it's the Friday Night High School Football Scoreboard Show on ESPN Central Texas. Exceptional experience, extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Steckler, Wayne, Cherry, and Love Law Firm. They are trial lawyers with over 100 years combined experience, specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. Steckler, Wayne, Cherry, and Love has an office in Waco, managed by local attorney Craig Cherry. Craig Cherry is triple board certified. Fewer than 1% of all lawyers in Texas are triple board certified. He has obtained significant settlements and verdicts for his clients, due in no small part to his integrity and relentless tenacity. His tireless dedication and ability to anticipate his opponent's next move makes him the ultimate opponent in the courtroom. Learn more about Steckler, Wayne, Cherry, and Love at SWCLaw.com. That's SWCLaw.com. They do service right at MP Electric. Since 1996, MP Electric has serviced industrial, commercial, and residential accounts in the greater Central Texas area. MP Electric's trained and courteous electricians will solve your electrical problems quickly and professionally. Be one of the thousand satisfied customers in Central Texas. The next time you need an electrician, call Mark, Paul, Lisa, or John at 399-9895 or schedule your service call at mpelectric.net. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving originally inspired Texas-style craft drinks, offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. 
Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. Hey, sports fans, Old Chicago Pizza and Taproom is the best place in Waco to watch all the sports action. Old Chicago offers a world of discovery with our scratch-made pizzas and tossed wings and our 110 local and legendary craft beers from down the street and around the world. Stop in to enjoy your game day and catch your favorite team and game on our TVs. Whether dine-in, curbside, or delivery, get game day ready at your neighborhood Old Chicago. Old Chicago, where pizza and beer are best friends. Visit Old Chicago Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service in Robinson and Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace. All right, 716, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward and Ryan, we're glad you're with us as we uh, move through this Monday morning. Don't forget John Morse at 3 this afternoon and Matt Mosley at 4. And they are going to be live at... uh, Richard Carr, Buick GMC Cadillac today, our kickoff of the uh, Toys for Tots campaign. If you get out and about, please, you can come by with a uh, new unwrapped toy and uh, and say hello to the guys. That'll be a lot of fun this afternoon. So uh, make plans to join us 3 to 6 this afternoon for the uh, Toys for Tots campaign. So, uh, and, And again, it does not have to be an expensive gift. We are just looking to make sure that all of our kiddos here in Central Texas have a have a gift under the tree uh, on Christmas morning. That would be, I mean, come on, think about that. How devastating would that be if some kids wake up here in McClendon County w- with nothing? I mean, it just it's heartbreaking just to think about. Mm-hmm. So that just makes this event so much more special. Just the opportunity to give, you know, children that you know are in danger of not having that just a chance to experience Christmas like mm-hmm. we all did growing mm-hmm. up. Yeah, and again, that's that's a great point. I mean, you know, uh, you, your kiddos, whatever. There's, <laughs> you're going to be unwrapping gifts and, and having having a great time, and good. That's exactly what you know. Great, but let's make sure that every little boy and girl has that opportunity to unwrap a, a gift on Christmas morning. So that's uh, Toys for Tots. It's the Toys for Tots campaign. JMO and uh, Mosley will be over at uh, over at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac for uh, for that, and we look forward to. To uh, to being a part of that to to uh, this afternoon. All right, thirty one three, and again, just a, a punch in the gut. I mean, I, I don't know how else to describe it. Kansas State did to Baylor what Baylor had been doing to people: controlling the line of scrimmage, winning the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. Offensively, time of possession. More snaps, time of possession, first downs, move the ball, you know, and just go right down the football field and put it in the end zone. And, you know, and that's exactly what Kansas State did to Baylor. Do you realize the Bears had one possession in the first quarter? One. That's just unbelievable. And just the the way Kansas State was able to just keep the ball rolling, keep the clock rolling as, as well, and just keep the Bear offense off the field. It was just unbelievable job. First downs, Kansas State 30, Baylor 17. Mm. Kansas State st- snapped it 79 times, Baylor 61. Uh, 
Time of possession, Kansas State, 37 minutes, 37 seconds. Baylor, 23 minutes, 23 seconds. Uh, you know, they did what Baylor had been doing to Tech, to Oklahoma. I mean, you know, just so on and so forth. And that's it. we talked about it last week. Hey, these two teams both want to do the exact same thing. Kansas State accomplished their goal. Baylor did not. And again, I thought Baylor, I thought Kansas State played better than Baylor played. But what drove me nuts is, I, I, I and again, I may be dead wrong, but it, it looked like they played more inspired football than Baylor. After the game on uh, on the postgame show from the Baylor's radio network from Learfield, uh, Dave Aranda talking to, uh, to Ricky Thompson talked about, you know, sometimes and, and a lot of times this season, the Bears try to do too much. And, 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 you know, he's described it as 111th, which means, you know, in a nutshell, do your job. Take care of your business and quit worrying about other people. Just take care of your business. You know, I think defensively we have to do our 111th. And, you know, it's it's shown up throughout. You can go back to um, – um, you can pick probably too many games this year where it's uh, a guy that has a job and he's trying to do someone else's job. And um, typically that comes when you're punched in the mouth or you're threatened or, you know, um, something is trying to be taken from you. And um, that happened pretty early in the game uh, tonight. And so, you know, we still haven't corrected it. And we're not going to be able to, to go very far with, without correcting it and so it is a a pretty high level of urgency to get that thing fixed and and this is not the first time he's talked about that not the first time at all uh that that that's been part of the conversation and and look it just sometimes this team when you think you know this team and kind of understand where they're going and I get it hey we we the fans we the media we're on the outside looking in but you kind of, you know, again, you kind of feel like at this point in the season, you kind of know what, what a team's M.O. is. And, and after that three-game winning streak, you, you, you kind of got the feeling, hey, I, I get it. You know, I get what they're, what they're doing. They're going to be hard-nosed, run the football, pass when they want to, not when they have to. We talked about all that stuff last week. You know, play sound defense, get off the field. And then you just don't know. I mean, from week to week, you just it may, it may be day to day. You just don't know. Dave Aranda talked about that, and I mean, I can assure you, in in his post game with the media, not not with you know on the radio, but when he was meeting with the general media afterwards, you could you could sense the frustration with Coach Aranda uh, in the uh, media room on Saturday night, and and he talked about where this team is and in the constant struggle. Every minute of every day is a constant uh, push and pull and tug of war to get everybody going in the right direction. And so that continues, you know, and I think the, you know, we keep fighting the good fight. And, and, uh, you know, I think, you know, this is a team that will respond. This is a team that will rise, rise up. And so we're all looking forward to that. And again, this is this is nothing new. I mean, it's just kind of been that's it's just kind of been that way with this group, which is it's interesting. Now, look, this group could finish up on a three game skid, go six and six. This group could 
finish up on a two-game winning streak and go eight and four? I, who knows? That's that's the perplexing thing about this football team. Yeah, they're just really unpredictable. You just never know what they're going to come out with, whether the energy or the. Pre- you can tell just the preparation. Like he said, he said it's a struggle to get everyone moving in the same direction, which is crazy to think about. Yeah, it is. At this point in the season, mm-hmm. you would think everybody would be on the same page, but uh, clearly he doesn't feel that they are. So they um, they got they got beat soundly, thirty-one to three. And if you come out like you did Saturday. Morning against TCU, it'll be much the same. Yeah. I mean, TCU goes and beats Texas and, look, say whatever you want to about the Frogs, they find a way to get it done when they have to get it done and, and turn the page. That's – I know people don't don't like – you know, if you if you're looking for style points, sometimes – it's not there with TCU, but when when the clock reads triple zero, they're putting another notch on the win side and not on the loss side, and at the end of the day, that's what counts. Yeah, and I'm sure a lot of people expected that game against Texas to be high scoring. I know I did, mm-hmm. but, and then you know just both defenses played outstanding throughout the throughout the entire course of the ball game, but TCU just found a way again. They just they made plays, didn't they? Yes, they did. Absolutely. Especially towards the end. A great touchdown pass by um a Duggan. Sorry, slipped my mind. But and that that made it seventeen to three. And then Texas came back to score again, make it seventeen ten. And then D- TCU's defense just held. They're playing really, really good football right now. Especially because we they hadn't really been put in a situation where they needed to get in like a defensive slugfest mm-hmm. towards the end. And they came out on the other side ten to zero. And, and from Baylor's perspective. You needed to win Saturday night to hold serving. And look, you controlled your destiny. It didn't. You take care of your business, and you were going to be in the Big 12 championship game. You didn't need any help from anybody. And now that's gone. Now how do you respond? How do, how do you get off the mat next week against an undefeated team that's trying to get to the playoffs? I mean, you've got a you've got a unbelievable challenge, and you've heard the old expression where there's a great challenge, there's a great reward. I believe that, and I've always believed that. But how does this team r- respond? How do you get? How do you? How do you go? Okay, you know, and I know mathematically they've got a chance. Stop. <laughs> you know, they're they're six and four, uh, with with two to play. How do you get up and get it going? against a really, really, really good football team. That's that's going to be – that's the that's the challenge. And then you got to turn around and play Texas on the road. But first things first, got to look at the purple guys coming to town from Fort Worth, and I want to see how they respond after just kind of a I, – I don't even know how to describe Saturday night. It was – other than incredibly disappointing, but, you know – and, and the place was packed. They were ready to rock. I mean, you know, they were ready to rock, and they were ready to get after and really didn't have anything to to get after. I mean, it was just wasn't there. The production just wasn't there. And now let's see what they do. How do they respond from that? Can, can they t- look at the film, take some ownership in the mistakes, and then get it behind them and go get ready to play TCU because – 
if you don't, then one's going to turn into two. And, and that's what you can't have. But you can't keep doing some of the same things and expect a different result. So they got to get some things fixed and cleaned up and then see if they can finish strong. And, uh, you know, hey, look, go find a way to go 8-4. and four. That's got to be the goal right now. Let's go be the best 8-4 and four team in the country, go to a bowl game, build on that, and get ready for, for the next season. But it starts by playing one game, one game, TCU. You know, we can look at Texas. We can look at, you know, where could they potentially go, you know, in a, in a bowl game. They're bowl eligible, blah, blah, blah. But for that group, circle the wagon, and it's TCU and TCU only. Look at the film, get better, figure it out, don't repeat your mistakes, and go put your best effort together for TCU. I think that has to be their one and only plan. They're, they're talented enough to win the football game. I mean, it's, it's not because people have better football players. They're just playing better right now. Kansas State played better than Baylor did. Yeah, in every facet of the game. And TCU is going to be the same, same thing. They're 10-0, and, yeah, and they're 10-0 for a reason. You know? mm-hmm. Find a way to win. Yeah, absolutely. And they're, and they're going to – like you said, they're trying to get into the CFP as well. They've already locked their spot into the Big 12 championship game with their win over Texas. So they're not playing for that, but they're still playing. Of course, you want to win every game, but they're still they have a great chance to get into the CFP. So they're still going to be playing for that as well. So they're going to come into Waco with everything they got to try to get another win here, especially against Baylor, which is there's a little rivalry going on. Uh, it's a ninety miles. Come on, man! It yeah. is a big time rivalry. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, if you believe in all that stuff, what happened last year? TCU won the football game. Kind of put a little. Uh, Got to put a bad taste in your mouth, didn't it? Well, return the favor. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you need some motivation, other than let's you know let's let's get this thing going in the right direction, pulling the rope in the right direction, get on the same page. Any cliche you want to use, just think about last year in in in, uh, in that game. All right, uh, we're running late. Uh, we're going to get to Jerry Hill. He's coming up next at seven twenty nine. We continue our Baylor and Big Twelve football conversation. We do it next with Jerry Hill right here on ESPN Central Texas. Hey everyone, with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Dallas blows a 14-point lead in the fourth quarter and loses in overtime at Green Bay. Autopsy results after this. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services. 
without the labels. Dak Prescott threw three touchdowns. Tony Pollard ran for a score, and the Cowboys had a 28-14 lead in Green Bay yesterday in the fourth quarter. But Aaron Rodgers hit Christian Watson for two scores in the fourth, forcing overtime, and the Packers connect on a field goal for the 31-28 win over Dallas. Cowboys linebacker Micah Parsons says no excuses for the fourth quarter fold by the defense. No matter how you look at it, who played where, where we at, we was up 14 and lost. Like That's just unacceptable for the team we're trying to be. So whether we got to go back and fix and um, look at mistakes, change things, but, you know, those type of things can't happen. Dallas falls to 6-3 and three on the season and third place in the NFC East. With today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by Asco Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Baylor will host the Fox Big Noon kickoff show from the South Plaza at McLean Stadium next Saturday prior to the TCU game. ESPN Central Texas will start the day with game time live at 7 o'clock Saturday morning. The Cowboys blew a two-touchdown lead in the fourth quarter, and the Packers kicked a field goal in overtime for a 31-28 final. The Texans, meanwhile, dropped a 24-16 decision to the New York Giants. The 49ers beat the Chargers 22-16 in the Sunday night game, and tonight the Eagles host the Commanders for Monday night football. Baylor basketball is on the court at the Ferrell Center tonight, hosting Northern Colorado. Tip-off is 7 o'clock, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk Baylor Athletics with Baylor University's Director of Sports Journalism, Jerry Hill. It is 7:33. Welcome back in. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us here on ESPN Central Texas. And uh, your first word in sports. It is game time. Glad to have you along as we talk uh, talk Big 12 and Baylor football. We welcome into the program Jerry Hill. Good morning, Jerry. How are we? Good morning, gentlemen. I'm good. Gentlemen, I like that. That's kind of nice. Oh, I'm sorry. And Tom. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, see, that's better. <laughs> now now we're back to normal. That's yeah, much better. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, Jerry, every time you think you got this team figured out, you don't. Yeah. No, you don't. It's uh, – that one was a head scratcher because I did. I certainly didn't see it coming. I mean, I thought they had played pretty well for three weeks in a row. You know, two big road wins at Tech and Oklahoma, um, and you know, just seemed to have things going the right way. And you know, it had everything right there in front of you with you know a chance to get back to the Big Twelve championship game, but uh, just didn't really have it. I mean, I, I think if you score that opening drive, you know, because you had stopped them. Mm-hmm. I think if you score that opening drive, put, you know, put a touchdown on the board, could have been a different game. Who knows? I mean, it might've energized you a little bit, but they just didn't really have anything. Uh, I didn't think the rest of the game. D- didn't you, did you get the sense that this team was just flat? 
Yeah, I mean, I think it was a little bit, I I guess. Um, I, I just didn't think, uh, yeah, there wasn't a lot of juice. Um, and I don't know if that's, you know, I don't know if that's on the players. I don't know if the coaches, you know, I think Coach Aranda would probably put it on himself, on the coaches. But, uh, yeah, I just didn't, didn't seem, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they, uh, you know, because I know Dylan Doyle talked about it after the game, was maybe they were focused too much on the whole Big 12 championship deal should have just gone and played a game instead of, you know, thinking about all those other things. Do you think that it, during this game, Jerry, it kind of looked like things started snowballing on them. They just couldn't get their feet. Yeah, I think that was a big part of it, Ward. Like I said, I think if you score that, that first touchdown when you had the interception uh, and maybe even get a field goal, but I think if particularly if they put it in the end zone, got a touchdown there, um, you know, put the pressure on Kansas State. Kansas State put the pressure on Baylor. They scored 17 straight points. Um, and, and it was going to be tough, you know, that was going to be an uphill climb, but I thought, you know, when they got the field go there at the, you know, at the end of the half, last play of the half, and then had the ball to start the uh, second half, I thought, man, if you go down there and score now it's 17, 10 and it's anybody's game, but you just, you couldn't do it. I, they moved the ball at times. I mean, I think they had over 300 yards offense, but just weren't able to sustain anything. And, and when you did have things going, you, you know, you threw an interception or, you know, whatever. Um, but, yeah, it, did, it definitely did snowball, particularly in the fourth quarter. I, Jerry, I said uh, just, just a minute ago that Kansas State won the football game the way Baylor likes to win football games. They controlled the line of scrimmage. They had, uh, the, you know, they won the time of possession battle. They won the number of plays snapped. And, you know, and they finished drives in the end zone. They, they won football games mm-hmm. the way Baylor's been winning football games over the last month. Yeah, if you look at that three-game winning streak, that's exactly how they did it. Um, I mean, they had – you know, two games of over 40 minutes of possession. Um, they, you know, they were winning the turnover battle. They had eight interceptions in those two games combined. Um, you know, so you, yeah, it was exactly what Baylor's plan is. And I, I think uh, my lead was, you know, Kansas State did Baylor just better. Um, <laughs> that, that was that was kind of their plan, you know, and that that's their mo too. They like to, you know, use the clock. They like to, and and they're not going to turn it over. And they're not going to make a lot of mistakes, and they didn't. Um, they they had no turnovers, um, so yeah. I mean, I think that was the game. Lim- you know, limiting Bader to one possession in the first quarter, oh, yeah. one. Oh, it was crazy. Yeah, I mean, uh, we got to the end of that. You know, the first two possessions because you know K State's first drive was long. It was like six or seven minutes mm-hmm. and didn't score. And then Baylor gets down there inside the twenty and doesn't score. And we're inside five minutes. You know, four and a half minutes after one possession each. And then like yeah, like you said, Kansas State. Uh, you know, took it down there and scored, uh, and that was big, Tom. I mean, you you take it from your own three and go 97 yards in 12 plays mm-hmm. after Baylor had a chance to get on the board. I think that was a big deflator. I, I don't know that, you know, Baylor, the defense, or anybody would ever admit that, but I think that was a big deflator when you when you give up that kind of drive after you were right there to take the lead. Did it feel like after that field goal going into the locker room, making it 17-3, to that you kind of – started to feel like, okay, maybe they'll get their footing coming out because they do get the football coming out, but they did turn it over on downs. Yeah, I, I, I did. I, I felt that, like I said, I think if they could have gone down there and scored, and, and Ward, if I remember right, they uh, they stopped K-State as well. So you had a second chance to go down there and score and didn't. So I think that was big. Uh, yeah, I just think if you could have hit a big play, if you could have got something going, 
there early in the third quarter, again, I think you could have got right back in the game and, and had a chance, but you just never, never could really, you know, get anything going offensively. And then, you know, once you were that far down, you were going to have to pass the ball. And they did up tempo. They did move the ball pretty well, but like I said, they just couldn't finish. Uh, and, and Tom, to your point, K state, uh, just about every time that they had a chance to, they finished. I think they were five for five, you know, in the red zone, and four of those were touchdowns. Uh, Baylor, I believe, was one for three. Uh, you're not going to win games like that. Now you're you're six and four. You're four and three in the league. Uh, and I know there's a, probably some kind of mathematical opportunity to still get there, but let's be realistic. You've got to figure this thing out, and you you've got two games left. And you got yeah. and you and if you go out and do what you did Saturday, it's going to be another L when TCU comes to town. You got to get this figured out. And, and look, I, I was we were talking about it, and I'm not I'm not being facetious. I, I can't tell you whether this team's going to go six and six or eight and four. I have no clue what we're going to see over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I think if you get the you know if you get the team that went on the road, like I said, and won you know, back-to-back road games. Mm-hmm. I, I thought they might have been at their best in the Tech game, honestly, you know, with getting the five interceptions in that game. I think that was when they were probably at their best. I didn't think Oklahoma was their best, but they, you know, did enough to win that game. But, yeah, I, I think if you get that version, you could very well win out, uh, you know, and get to, get to say, nine wins, um, you know, with a bowl victory. So, um, but, yeah, if you if you play like this one Saturday and you don't get anything going, um, I think it very well could be a six and six year, and and you know and they've had a few of those lately. They, they've had the two Super Bowl or Sugar Bowl years, but they've also had, I believe, three of those six and six, seven and six type seasons mixed in there. So you'd like to get over that hump and and maybe get to seven or eight. And I, you know I think this week would be a big week to do it. I think most uh, Baylor fans, probably TCU too, remember last year's game when Baylor's rocking and rolling, and and uh, they beat them with a you know, with a backup freshman quarterback, Chandler Morris, um, just kind of, you know, ripped them up and, and TCU won a big game up there in Fort Worth. So I think Baylor would like nothing better than to return the favor. When you look at this team and what they did uncharacteristically on Saturday at McLean Stadium, how important is it for them not to press? I, I know they were pressing at the end yeah. of that game, but not to press over the next two games. Just go out and be yourself and and play football. Yeah, Ward, I think that's what they have to do. I think they have to get back to, like you said, being themselves, doing what you do. Um, you know, I'd, I'd like to see, uh, you know, Richard Reese get get fed a lot this week. And, and then, uh, you know, I think the defense has got to play better. I mean, they just, um, you know, for whatever reason, they just could not get off the field. I believe mm-hmm. um, the K-State was – uh, eight for 13 on third down. So, and then converted one of two on fourth down. So you, you did not come up with a lot of stops there. So I think the defense has to get off the field and uh, you know, the offense has got to go back to being what it was. I, I think run dominated, um, but you know, be able to stretch the field a little bit too. They didn't, they didn't really hit any, I, I think the biggest pass play, I think they may have had a 20 or 25 in there somewhere with Josh Cameron, but just didn't really stretch the field much at all. And, and, you know, they they tried late, but they did not try, I don't think, if my memory serves me correctly, early to try to stretch the field, which, you know, I I guess obviously that was the game plan. Well, in K-State, they're they're not going to – they want to make you throw everything underneath. They want to, 
you know, kind of keep the safeties over top and, and make you, you know, take the underneath stuff, which, uh, you know, I think it was there, you know, the underneath stuff, the over the middle stuff, but, you know, Blake just couldn't convert on, on, on enough of those. And then if you do that and if you run the ball, then you bring the safeties up, but they were never able to do that. And so if the safeties can stay back, it is going to be hard to, you know, really throw over top when they're, the safeties are already back there. Around the league, Jerry, uh, it, it, it was an interesting day. You know, West Virginia getting the win at home and OU now really, uh, that's just, you know, crazy. It is. It absolutely is. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. what was, what was your big, your, your big surprise or your big moment in the conference uh, other than the Baylor Kansas state game? That would probably be it. I mean, I just really felt like Oklahoma, uh, you know, and again, we saw it up there in Norman. That's not a really good Oklahoma team. But I just thought they would bounce back and, and win that game. But uh, again, that's uh, you know that's a tough place to play. I think it was in Morgantown. Um, it was. But yeah, I think that was probably the biggest surprise. Um, you know, I really felt like Texas was going to win that game. Um, but man, that was just a defensive game. And uh, kudos to TCU to to pull that one out. And and man, that that. I, did, I haven't even seen that highlight yet, but I heard about the fumble deal and the return. I, that that kind of gets it scary when you've dominated the game the whole time, or particularly in the second half, and now you're sitting there at 17 to use a one-score game again. So, uh, But kudos to those guys. And one thing I thought about, uh, Tommy, this morning as I was getting ready for this, I always, you know, extremely research and prepare for this. Segment. I know so, you are prepped. <laughs> here's, here is the deal, and I think this is pretty cool. Uh, assuming or if uh, TCU and Kansas State get in the championship game, that's six different teams in the last three years. That's pretty good. I mean, that's a good league when you can get different teams in there every year. And I think K-State does that. I think K-State um, finishes out and gets uh, gets there, and TCU's already in there. So um, that would be pretty cool that there would be six different teams um, in the championship game over a three-year period. So um, and here's your here's your trivia. Who who are the four that won't have made it over the last Kansas. three years? Yeah, Kansas, West Virginia, West Virginia, Texas, Texas, yes, and Tech. Yeah, but Texas being one of the four yeah. that now Texas still has a chance, right? They, they can still get in there, but yeah, I, I think it's. The most likely pairing right now is TCU and Kansas State, which would be, again, the third straight year where you'd have two different teams and six teams over a three-year stretch. That's great. I, I I know we haven't really dug into TCU, but just initial thoughts of, yeah. on TCU. Mine is they find a way. They, they do. Say what you they want. It, it may not be pretty, but yeah. at the end of the day, it's a notch on the win side and not the loss side. They find a way. Yeah, if you go back and look at Baylor's last season, mm -hmm. that's kind of the way they did it. You know, they won a lot. I mean, that was not a dominant team. You know, they won 12 games. But, you know, how many of those were right down to the wire, one-score games? Um, you know, so I, that's what I see in TCU this year. Not a dominant team. Um, you know, I don't know that they've really run anybody off the field, but they just find ways. You know, I mean, they were down 28-10 to Kansas State. Kansas State was down to its third quarterback at that point, but yeah, you were you were down twenty eight ten to Kansas State and came back and won. So and they've done that; they've come back like that in several games. Now the Texas game wasn't like that; they had the lead, you know, pretty much all the way and 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 held on there at the end. But yeah, I 
I do think they just find ways. I mean, I, again, I don't know that it's a great team. I don't know that it's, you know, top four worthy, but right now at 10 and 0, I think you have to put them in your top four. And, and, and I think if they went out, if they win the next two and win the uh, big 12 championship game at 13 and 0, I don't see, you know, and maybe they will find a way, but I cannot see the playoff committee leaving them out if TCU's 13 and 0. I agree with you. I think they're going to look at every angle to get them out of there, but I, 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 yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't see how they can, you know? Right. So anyway, well, basically, yeah, basically you'd be putting, I think probably a two loss team ahead of them. And I just, I don't see that happening. So again, I think TCU's got still got a tough road, but if they, you know, if they win their next two and win the championship game, I think, I think they're in the playoffs. Jerry, thanks. We appreciate it. What do you got coming up uh, in the insider? I got an interesting story coming up this week, Tommy, uh, looking at uh, kind of women, Baylor women's athletics, uh, particularly post title nine, you know, where they've come, you know, in that, in that stretch. And even talked to Jody Conrad, who was here, uh, you know, at, at, when it was mainly kind of almost at the club or they called it extramural level and what it was like back then, as opposed to now when, you know, you're doing charters and you get fed and all that stuff. You know, kind of an interesting story leading up to the, uh, Hall of Fame banquet this week, which will celebrate, you know, kind of that uh, post-Title IX and and what women's athletics has done since then. That is uh, a view from the Hill with the Director of Sports Journalism at Baylor University, Jerry Hill. Jerry, thanks. We'll talk to you again next week. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. See you later. Jerry Hill uh, on, uh, on the program this morning. 7.48, this is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Be careful if you're out and about this morning. Be especially careful in and around our school zones. We are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, and we are brought to you in part by Circle Drug, 3211 Robinson Drive. They're locally owned, and they are an independent pharmacy. Let me tell you what they're doing for me with with my medications. They're coordinating all my medications so that I only have to go by there once. So the other day, Without me even ordering my medications, I got a text message that said, hey, all of your meds are ready to be picked up. So that is kind of a cool thing. So, look, they know that time is precious and you got things to do. And, you know, we've talked about them staying open extended hours so that you can get by there and pick up your meds. But how about that? I don't even have – I'm not even having to order my meds. They've got them scheduled where all they're all picked up at the same time, and 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 they they let me know. I get a text message. Hey, come by at your convenience and, and pick them up. That's just one of the great features that you get from Doc Everett and all the fine folks over at Circle Drug Thirty Two Eleven Robinson Drive. Free delivery to your home or to your office. Or if you go by there, you can uh, visit with everybody. That's what I like to do. I like to go visit with all my friends over at Circle Drug. <clears throat> Excuse me. They're open Monday through Friday, nine to six. And Saturday from 9 until 2. That's right, 9 until 2 on Saturdays. They they want to make sure that you have plenty of time on the weekend to get by there. So they're giving up t- time on the weekend to make sure that you have plenty of time to get by there and pick up your medications. Circle Drug, 3211 Robinson Drive. It's Senior Day in Waco this Saturday as the Bears close the 2022 home schedule, hosting the TCU Horned Frogs. 9 a.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show, live from Touchdown Alley. 11 a.m. kickoff with John, J.J., and Ricky. 
Bears, Frogs on Senior Day at McLean Stadium this Saturday. Right here on the flagship station for Baylor Bear football, ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge Checking and Savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Your leader in high school sports. ESPN Central Texas. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. It's that time of year. It's football season, and Bird Colgen Ford is a proud supporter of the best high school football teams right here in Central Texas. BK Ford is proud to sell the number one truck in Texas, the F Series truck, led by our leading rusher, the F 150, for 45 years in a row. Lock in your best price and rate right now by custom ordering your new F 150 today. Simple, easy, trusted, experience better at BK Ford. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guy, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, Join me, and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update, brought to you by Astro Equipment in Belton, off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Baylor will host the Fox Big Noon kickoff show from the South Plaza at McLean Stadium next Saturday prior to the TCU game. ESPN Central Texas will start today with Game Time Live at 7 o'clock Saturday morning. The Cowboys blew a two-touchdown lead in the fourth quarter, and the Packers kicked a field goal in overtime for a 31-28 final. The Texans, meanwhile, dropped a 24-16 decision to the New York Giants. The 49ers beat the Chargers 22-16 in the Sunday night game, and tonight the Eagles host the Commanders for Monday night football. Baylor basketball is on the court at the Ferrell Center tonight, hosting Northern Colorado. Tip-off is 7 o'clock, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, your friend in the car business. All right, John Morris coming up in a couple of minutes with today's Baylor Sports Beat program. But right now, we're going to talk about high school football. And 
Uh, we're going to begin with Ward and the and the Temple Wildcats with the Waxahachie Indians. Ward, uh, you know, look, I got to listen to a lot of the game driving home. Uh, that was that was just two teams. It was a good old Texas high school football game. It was Temple just put themselves in bad situations. You can't turn the ball over four times in a by district game and expect to walk away with a win. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a couple of shots, even with the four turnovers, but just couldn't get it done. And you know that that last turnover kind of put icing on the cake for Waxahachie. But look, Waxahachie is a good football team. We said it going in that you're going to have to play a good game and be able to not turn the ball over and be efficient in the red zone. And they were not able to do that. And so Waxahachie moves on to, to play Rockwall uh, next week in the area. But you know, just just too many mistakes for the Temple Wildcats to be able to overcome offensively. University in a playoff game for the first time in a long time. And they got off to a slow start. But after that, they rallied and got it done, didn't they? Yeah, they did, absolutely. And they could have folded. Past university teams probably would have folded. They felt it was 14 nothing McCallum at the end of the first quarter. But then they just... Something just a light switched like right away, and they scored 21 unanswered going into halftime. And they came back and pretty much controlled the line of scrimmage and the clock throughout the entire second half. So, congrats to the Trojans, Coach Kent Laster, only a second year, 0 and 10 to buy district champions. How about that? And now they get Fort Ben Marshall, number two team in the state, and that'll be Friday night down in Giddings. Uh, anybody gonna ask about my game? <laughs> sorry game <laughs> oh boy let me tell more you more of a game on the highway yeah it, it, well and in the stadium look i've never had this before both teams were out on the field going through warm-ups pre-game warm-ups and i don't know what happened but all of a sudden there was no electricity all of the lights went out in the press box on the field in the stand there was oh no it was pitch black and no electricity. And I'm like, holy smokes. So, uh, it, it, just a second later, they got him back on. But, I mean, that was it was a weird feeling to be in total darkness. Now, there's, there's some that say I'm, I'm in the dark all the time. But we were, Johnny Toose and I were in total darkness in the press box. Uh, and all the teams, I mean, they had to just stop because, I mean, they were, you literally couldn't see your hand in front of your face. It was that crazy. Wow. It was that crazy. And most excitement of the whole game. Yeah, it was because <laughs> it was 14 to nothing, I think, in the first minute and a half of the game. Second play of the game, March in the end zone. First play of the game, they lose five yards on a sack. They're sacked on the first play of the game. You want to hang on a second. Second play of the game, guy goes 51 yards, grab a, and then they go for two with the swinging gate, and it's eight to nothing, and it was on. And it was done by halftime. Actually, it was probably done by the end of the first quarter. I think it was 38 to nothing at the end of the first. And that's when, you know, he started pumping the brakes a little bit. So there you go. Uh, And so now they move on to play. They being, by the way, the Mark Panthers, they uh, move on to play Cushing. That'll be Friday night down in Madisonville, uh, where former Mart head coach Rusty Nails, the director of athletics. So uh, they'll play down in Madisonville on Friday night. So uh, uh, your broadcast will be over on 101.3 and my broadcast will be over on 1590 AM and 99.3 FM. Of course, they're all streaming at SyntexSportsFan.com. All right. I'm I'm almost afraid to ask, but here we go. How how did the the Pick'ems go, Ryan? 
So we'll go through the Young game. Young Ryan, how did the pickums go? Here we go. So, you know it. So we'll go through the games first. University getting the win against McCallum. Temple falling to Waxahachie. Whitney got the win over Teague at a Midway Panther Field. Axel, you were at this game, Tom. I was. Thrilling, mm-hmm. thrilling win for the Longhorns, 28-27. Lake Belton falls to Burleson Centennial in Burleson Friday night. And then La Vega fell to Kennedale in a defensive slugfest as well. And then Fall City takes care of Bremont, 40-36 to in a shootout. Then the defending three-division one state champion, Lorena, falls to Columbus. Field goal in the final play of the game. It was 24-21 final there. Alito taking care of Colleen Shoemaker, 37-0. And Marlin getting the win against Rio Vista. So the results... Uh, I went seven and three, and then you two and Aaron all went six and four. Sure, we did. Yeah, imagine that. So through by district, you guys are tied for third at eighty-one and thirty-nine. Aaron's in second, eighty-five and thirty-five, and I'm atop at ninety-two and twenty-eight. Sure, you are. I sure nice am. When you have the pencil and you do it on yep. Friday night after the scoreboard. You show. know, there's a lot of guys that do, that do that on the on the golf course. You know, they mm-hmm. have that second scorecard. Yeah. Uh, Fill that card out on the 18th fairway, you know, when they're coming in. That's, I think that's what's happening here with young Ryan. There's no doubt. <laughs> oh, there you go. All right, 759, John Morris is here. He's got today's Baylor Sports Beat program. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Monday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll wrap up the weekend in Baylor Athletics, plus Baylor men's basketball back in action tonight on the floor in the Farrell Center. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly... Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. The Black Friday sales event is happening now at Allen Samuels. Save big on our great selection of new cars and trucks, like the new 2022 Ram trucks. These legendary award-winning trucks are designed to be durable, functional, and stylish. Ram trucks give you that first-class feel with luxurious leather trim seating options, exceptional legroom, and storage. If we don't have exactly what you want in stock, we can order it today. Shop an award-winning dealership with award-winning product. Allen Samuels and Waco, the place to shop Ram trucks. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, join me and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. It was a rough weekend for Coach Dave Aranda and the Football Bears Saturday hosting the Kansas State Wildcats at McLean Stadium. The game was 17-3 K-State at halftime on their way to a 31-3 shellacking of the Bears on Saturday. After the game, head coach Dave Aranda asked, what would be an appropriate response by his team going into this week? 
I think playing with an energy that says when the game starts that I want to be here, that this is nowhere else I'd rather be. I think playing with an edge in the game, you know, regardless of the outcome or the result, that um, you know I'm going to out hit you next time, or um, I, my level of violence is only going to rise regardless of you know score or outcome. And then, you know, that I'm going to do my 111th, that there's an execution and that there's a, there's a trust in my teammates, you know, to my left and right, that I can do my job in a violent manner and they can do theirs. And I think that's what it's been from the beginning, and we're still fighting for that. Coach Dave Aranda and the Bears, another big game at McLean Stadium this Saturday, hosting the undefeated TCU Horn Frogs. It is an 11 a.m. kickoff Saturday for the Bears and the Frogs from McLean Stadium. Also, Fox's big noon kickoff will be on hand on the banks of the Brazos pregame on Saturday. Also, from the weekend, Baylor Volleyball drops a 3-1 decision on the road at TCU. They're home hosting Iowa State on Wednesday. And Baylor men's basketball back in action tonight at 7 in the Farrell Center, hosting Northern Colorado on the air at 6.30, tip-off at 7 here on ESPN Central Texas. Television tonight on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment. They're on it, whatever it is. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the Allen Samuels Studios. All right, just after 8 o'clock, welcome back in. This is Hour 2 of the program. We're in the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat Studios, and we are presented by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Hour two of the program coming up a little later on. We will visit with Curtis Quinlan from uh, KCEN TV. Stephanie's going to be here with uh, a look at sports. Stephanie on sports, and today is Stephanie's birthday. Oh no! Yeah. Oh. So you two got to sing. No. <laughs> <laughs> Pull it up on YouTube, Ryan. Yeah, you need to. That'd be good. That'd be good, good. idea. Yeah. Uh, so we'll we'll uh, we'll get into that a little bit uh, later on. All right. Did you, I know you were busy at your uh, at your house? Did you get to see the Cowboy game yesterday? Yes, I did. Did you have a problem with the Cowboys going for it on fourth down? I did not. By the way, you mean in overtime? Yes. No. It's too far to kick. I think. Well, and the way the wind was blowing mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. the humidity and everything that was mm-hmm. in the air. 
yeah. last night, he wasn't going to make that kick anyway. No. I mean, it. And did, you were going to give him ha- the ball right there where, where he Did he have it. one touchback the entire game? Uh, maybe one. Uh, if maybe he, one. Yeah. And that's so a guy that, that kicks him yeah, out of the back of the end And that tells zone. you how the ball's carrying. Yeah. So, yeah, going for the field goal there was maybe at best a 50-50 shot anyway with the weather conditions. And, so. you know, and look, what you're trying to do there is you're trying to go score. And win the game. And win the game. That's right. And here's the other thing. You had a 14-point lead. Which the Cowboys were 195 and, and 0. 195 and 0 in, in those scenarios. And, and I've, I've heard all kinds of things. Well, Mike McCarthy, I don't know. No. Here's the deal. It's still, it's, football is still football. I don't care what you say. They gave up over 200 yards on the ground. Do you realize that Aaron Rodgers' football team ran the ball 62% of the time? Did you think you would ever 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 say that when they're playing the cowboys yeah cowboys run defense on the perimeter stinks well i just i've never thought that aaron an aaron Rodgers quarterback team would, would throw the ball would run the ball 62 percent of the time but they did and they did it with success and, and he wanted to run the ball did you see him when he came off the field oh he was hot he was he was saying, please run the ball. Why are we throwing the ball there I in don't that think situation? he used the word please. I know. <laughs> please was not I'm, in the vocabulary. I'm staying, I'm staying radio friendly. Yes, you are. <laughs> if you saw it, you know it wasn't please. <laughs> it was something about the ball, but it wasn't please. Yeah, he was not real uh, real happy with that whole situation. So he understands the game. I mean, you know, look, he didn't get to where he was by just saying, hey, let me throw the ball at him. The game's calling for them to run the ball, and they should have ran the ball in that situation. If they run the ball in that situation, maybe there is no overtime. So, I, they've got to find a way defensively for the Cowboys because Chicago did the same thing to them. Mm-hmm. They absolutely did. They run through the C-gap. A and B, they're okay. They, they, can, they can handle the run a little bit. But when teams start figuring out they want to go through the C-gap and, and bounce that thing, Cowboys are not good. They're just not very good at protecting the run in that situation. And that that's exactly what Green Bay did. Beautiful game plan. Aaron Rodgers threw the football 20 times. 20 times. It's doing what the game asks you to do. Dak Prescott threw the football 46 times. If Dak Prescott throws the ball over 40 times in any game, in any game, Cowboys lose. Well, and they did. You, you cannot ask him to throw the ball that many times. He's just, he's not that guy. And you were able to get some things done on the ground from the Cowboy perspective. I mean, Pollard did have, what do you have, 22 carries, 105, 115 yards. Uh, but good gracious, secure a 14-point lead on the road. Mm-hmm. Come on, defense, secure a 14-point lead on the road. Don't throw it to the other color jersey. Well, I, I get that. I get that, but one of those was either in the end zone or down around the goal line, and they went they went the other way. I mean, they drove the ball down your throat. They did. They ran the ball with success, and that's that's what they did. They had a game plan to run the football, and they ran the football. Uh, after the game, Mike McCarthy. Uh, it's two totally different things. I'm, I'm very frustrated with the ending of the game, obviously. You know, um, <clears throat> I think just the biggest thing for us is – we need to go out here and just 
learn from these games. I love these kind of games. And it's not exactly what I told these games. You need these tight games to get to where you want to go. So, um, and I thought we were in total control that in, in, in overtime, you know, obviously the penalties and the things. Uh, very, very, very frustrating. And, um, and you know, but, you know, that's, you got to overcome those things, you know. And uh, this this group, this group of this this group of men, they have it. Um, but you know, I'm just disappointed for them. That's a, and that's another great point. Uh, you had two fouls in overtime. You can't do it. You can't go backwards. You can't get behind the chains. Well, you cannot line up offsides if you're a wide receiver. Knucklehead move. Yeah. I mean, you just don't do that. You absolutely don't do that. Now, and he holding, was clearly, oh, he was yeah. beyond the neutral zone. Yeah, yes, absolutely. I was screaming at TV, hey, you're offsides. Yeah, we were too. So, in the holding call, you're going to get called every time when you get your hands outside the framework and the ball's coming your way. Now, you can get away with it if the ball's not coming your way. That's probably one of those ticky-tack flags that you're not going to see called. But if the ball's running right up your gap, and you got your hands outside, you're going to get called every time. And so that was holding. I mean, both of those. And, and those the, lay at your feet. They're and, yours. Yeah, own them. And, and they ended up they ended up out in the middle, out in the open, where, I mean, it's, it's clear as a bell. I mm-hmm. mean, that was, that's an easy call. That's an easy call. But the one that, yeah, but I'm with you, the one that drove me, and, that, and it negated a big play, by the way, but the one that drove me nuts. It took away a first down. Yeah. The one that drove me nuts was the, the wide receiver lining up. I mean, he was beyond the neutral zone. And I know the camera angle sometimes can make things look, look no, a little it good. Was Not terrible. that one, baby. It was terrible. Yeah. He was, I mean, heck, he was a yard, he was a yard beyond the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. Give me a break. Give me a break. Yeah, that was, that was bad. So, and what's he doing in the game anyway at that point? That's a Collison. good point. He didn't belong on the field at that point. Nope. Get your best guys out there. It's yeah, it's go time. You're in overtime, and that's a, that's a great point. Why? Mm. Yeah. Why is he even on the field? I have no idea. I could not figure that out either. Do you think he's a better blocking wide receiver than no. the guys you got? No. Well, I'm just trying to come up with thoughts he, on why he would be on the field. It's yeah, a good point. Because Kellen Moore's. I. I'll I, I, stop right there. I know you're about to blow up on Kellen Moore, but the guy standing right next to him is the head coach. He's got veto power. Yeah, obviously it, not. Turn your head and say, you know what? Don't run that play anymore. Or whatever the case may be. I don't think he has veto power. He's and got I, to. And I know that you want to believe that, but I don't. He's got to as the head coach. He's mm. got to. He, then he's not the head coach. The only one that has veto power in that whole building is <laughs> Jerry Jones. Here we go. Ah, <sighs> 8-13. Anyway, uh, and here's the, here's, here's the other deal. Now you're on the road to Minnesota. Now you're on the road to Minnesota. You got the Vikings coming up. And, oh, by the way, did you see how they won a football game last uh, yes. yesterday? Absolutely. They, they snatched victory from the jaws of defeat, didn't well, they? just get ready. They're going to run through the sea gap all day long until you prove you can stop it. So it's going to be a long afternoon for the Cowboys. Yeah, and I, I'm just telling you, they they weren't very good against the run, and, and that's that's what cost them the football game. And, and they had a 28-14 lead. Secure it. Get off the field. 
Couldn't do it. Uh, 814, this is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. And uh, we are brought to you in part by Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. Doesn't that sound delicioso right now? You didn't know I was. I could speak different languages. Uh, I, they're at 1810 Herring. They serve the best burger in Waco. They put a seasoning on the burger. I can't. I can't explain. It just here's what I know. I know they're not going to cook that order until you place that order. And I know that all the ingredients are going to be fresh. When you call or when you go by and you say, here's what I want. I want a double meat cheeseburger. Notice I said cheeseburger, not hamburger. You want a double meat cheeseburger. That's when that's when the operation goes into goes into that's that's when the process goes into operation. That's what I'm trying to say. That's when they're going to put the patty down. That's when they're going to put the cheese on top of it. That's when they're going to get the fresh lettuce, tomato, whatever you want. Onions, jalapenos, whatever the case. Grilled onions. I know a lot of people like grilled onions and and grilled jalapenos on it. I mean, you know, some do it with mayonnaise. Some do it with mustard. Some do it with ketchup. Some do it with all. I mean, again, it's the way you want it. And that's how they're going to prepare it. And it's not going to sit under... A, uh, a heating lamp. It, it just isn't. They, they don't do that. And then, of course, you get all the all the good stuff to go with it, the fries, curly fries, onion rings, tops, whatever the case may be. Uh, it is double our old-fashioned hamburgers. They're at 1810 Herring. And uh, give them a try today. Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women back in action Tuesday in the Farrell Center hosting SMU. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 7 p.m. tip-off Tuesday for Baylor SMU women's basketball. Join Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm for Baylor women's basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Ricoh, Xerox, Konica Minolta, Canon, Kia Sera, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is with an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 85. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams and Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Deucin Forklifts because they get the job done too. Deucin builds cushion, 
electric and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Hahn, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at MyTotalOffice.com. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active, fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I'm going to take you to the Good Feet store. Where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step, there was no back pain. I took another step, no knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my Good Feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person, thanks to the Good Feet store. See for yourself how Arch Supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by Good Feet Waco, located at the Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Belton. books send him to school <laughs> eats the covers off of them. yeah 819 this is game time here on What's ESPN Central you? Texas what in the world we, <laughs> we had in our production meeting at 4 a.m. this morning we we went over this get it done now yeah go what ahead. are we doing we're we're, we're we're just hanging out here this morning uh by the way by the way well can we give the number no you can't we can't <laughs> can you count that high Oh, come on. This is the day that y'all cannot pick on me. You can pick on me tomorrow, but not today. <laughs> have, you ever, have, you, have you ever been to the Aggie bonfire? Mm, no. Okay. I've I, seen it, but I, I mean. That know. would be Stephanie's birthday cake. <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, no, you're saying I'm old. I'm not saying anything. No, we're not saying it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Happy birthday, Stephanie. Thank you. you, Did you do anything exciting this weekend? Um, Froze to death. Went to the Baylor game. My daughter was in town. And it was just really, really cold out there. My toes were frozen. So, but yeah, today's my birthday. Well, good for you. So, what what are you going to do something exciting today? I guess work and sell something. Well, that would be different. It'd <laughs> be kind of cool. Oh, you're funny, Thomas. <laughs> so, all right. Well, happy birthday. Thank you. We're all we're all we're all excited for you. <laughs> thank you. I can see it all. No, in really. Your faces. I, I think it's I think it's going to be a great day. I was waiting for you to sing to me, Tom. Uh, <laughs> I know you've been practicing. I have. I've been warming up and. And trying to get it done, and you know, I, I just, just not, 
the laryngitis. <laughs> laryngitis, okay. Yeah, the laryngitis just... just. Uh-oh, what is happening? Oh, here we go. What is happening? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Y'all are funny. <laughs> it's my birthday, too. <laughs> Love it. Today's your birthday. Today is my birthday. The Beat House. <laughs> How about that? 22 again. Yeah. 22 again. Thanks, boys. All right. So, w- what do you got for us this morning? Well, not just some knowledge. <laughs> just some knowledge. <laughs> so, I was looking up to see what, you know, professional football player would have their birthday the same day as I do. Oh, so you want to know who you share your birthday with? Uh, exactly. So this is what I found out. All right. Vinny Testaverde, his birthday was yesterday. Birthday? <laughs> who? Isn't that how you say his name? No, it would not be. No, that's incorrect. How, how do you say it? It's Vivia. Whatever. Okay, Vinny. Vinny Testaverde. Vinny up north. Vinny Testaverde. Not Testaverde. Yeah. Okay. Who else? Justice Hill running back for Baltimore. Okay. He'll be 25 today. Um, Devonta Smith, wide receiver, Philadelphia Eagles. He'll be 24. <laughs> did I say his name wrong, too? Yeah, you did. Did I butcher it? Well, how <laughs> yeah, do you say you it? Okay, I'll just call him Mr. Smith. <laughs> <sighs> Dawson Knox tied in at Buffalo, 26. Do you remember Kyle Orton of Chicago? Mm-hmm. He turns, he, I don't know what he turned today, but it's his birthday. But here are the guys that don't share my birthday, but share my birthday month. Odell Beckham Jr. Well, hang on. <laughs> yes, I what? go for a whole month. Oh. So from now until the 30th, y'all have to be nice to me. <laughs> Anyways, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Hang on, you, you said Odell Beckham Jr.? Uh-huh. Who does OBJ play for? I don't think he's playing anymore, is he? He's not? Is he? I don't know. I don't keep up with him. <laughs> Russell Wilson, Michael Strahan on the 21st, Bo Jackson. Bo knows. Ryan Fitzpatrick, Troy Aikman, love me some Troy Aikman, and Sam Bradford. There you go. That's what I found what out. What position does Sam Bradford play? He's a quarterback. He is a quarterback. Very good. Well, everyone I looks know. like what? She Ward, knew that? Ward about fell off that stool. <laughs> no, she Ward. knows one. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Ward. Are you going to sing happy birthday to me? Nope. Nope. <laughs> I tried to get that done earlier. I mean, I heard. I heard. I said, boys, you got to sing happy birthday. Ward could not get no out of his mouth I fast saw, enough. I heard it. Thank you mm. so much. Well, anyways, that's all I got for sports today. Well. I'll bring you something really it's good It's all tomorrow. about you today. Yeah, it, it is. It's all about me. Do you see my tiara? Huh? <laughs> Wearing my tiara. I thought those were headphones. <laughs> Yeah, right? <laughs> All right. All right. Go sell something. All right. Thanks, you guys. All right. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Thank there you. There you go. 825 coming up next. Curtis Quinlan from KCEN-TV will join us in talks of sports. We'll look at some high school and college football. We'll do it next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Morris Show. That is uh, Toby Rowland, the longtime uh, voice of the Oklahoma Sooners. Football, basketball, baseball. Uh, I'll give you guys a little insight out there. When J-Mo saw that it was on ESPN+, Plus, he got very excited because that's what us radio guys do. That's because right. we know we're going to have way more listeners. <laughs> You're exactly <laughs> right. That's right. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. 
TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge Checking and Savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. Locally owned and operated, Automatic Chef Canteen is Central Texas' premier break room vending service provider. For over 50 years, Central Texas companies have relied on Automatic Chef Canteen for all their break room supplies. They offer micro markets, office coffee and tea service, breakfast, lunch, and dinner products, touchless vending, cashless payments, and innovative technology. Let Automatic Chef Canteen design a break room that fits your needs. 6900 Imperial Drive in Waco and at AutomaticChefCanteen.com. Tractor Supply Distribution Center in Waco is hiring team members for all shifts, weekday, weekend, and overnight shifts available. Starting wages up to $20 an hour. Benefits after 30 days. Competitive and on-demand pay. 401k matches. Bonus potential. Tuition reimbursement. Tractor Supply store discounts and much more. Tractor Supply Distribution Center in Waco is located at 2801 Corporation Parkway. Apply online at tractorsupply.jobs. That's tractorsupply.jobs. Or you can even text Tractor DC to 25000. Game time. Weekday 7 to 9 is your first word in local sports. An agent for 31 years, Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance has the experience to help you understand your coverage options. Whether it's auto, home, life, or business insurance and retirement planning. And Joe is proud of his longtime connection to Baylor University. His brother Jerry played football for the Bears. Uncle W.J. Wimpy was a Baylor chaplain for 50 years and his son Bo plays baseball there. Call or text Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance today. 972-771-8051. That's 972-771-8051. Empower your financial future with First Central Credit Union. Game plans are packed with benefits like free checking that pays you back, the ability to make deposits, and much more 24-7 at our ATMs. Local loan decisions, easy online applications, great rates and flexible terms, instant-issue debit cards with remote control features, and a free new member T-shirt. Join the team today at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Eligibility and application requirements apply. Member NCUA. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. Baylor will host the Fox Big Noon kickoff show from the South Plaza at McLean Stadium next Saturday prior to the TCU game. ESPN Central Texas will start the day with Game Time Live at 7 o'clock Saturday morning. Mary Harden Baylor finished the regular schedule with a 62-3 win over McMurray. The Crusaders will host Huntington College at noon Saturday in the opening round of the Division III postseason. The Cowboys blew a two-touchdown lead in the fourth quarter, and the Packers kicked a field goal in overtime for a 31-28 final. The Texans, meanwhile, dropped a 24-16 decision to the New York Giants. Baylor basketball is on the court at the Ferrell Center tonight hosting Northern Colorado. Tip-off at 7 o'clock, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Your friend in the car business. All right, uh, 8.30. Welcome back into the program. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. We're glad you're with us, and we say good morning to Curtis Quillen from KCEN-TV, the Tower of Power. Curtis, good morning. How are we, buddy? 
I'm doing good, man. How are you, Tom? I'm good. Do you like that introduction? You know, the Tower of Power. KCEN used to be known as the Tower of Power. That's uh, that's a that's a throwback, man. It is. It is. I like it. All right, uh, let's dive into this thing. What what would just give me your f- overall impressions of, of Saturday night? The Bears uh, dropping that thirty-one-three decision to uh, Kansas State. Um, that Kansas State is very good, and with Will Howard at quarterback, I think they're a little bit. There's something that opens up with Will Howard there that wasn't there with Adrian Martinez at quarterback. Um, is and I think the same is true when you look at last week's game against Texas uh, for the Wildcats. And so I think that was just a dominant effort. That was a really, really good football team that came out and played really well against a team that they were better than that didn't play as well. How did the Bears get off the mat with number four TCU coming to town? Um, that's a really good question. you got to be quick on offense. you got to start quick, and you got to be able to slow down that offense. Um, it's a three-horse monster. Max Duggan is playing really good football right now. That's a guy who ran the option uh, for years under Gary Patterson, who's now thriving in the you know borderline air raid offense under Sonny Dykes. And so definitely got to keep TCU from the explosive plays. You got to limit their ex- explosiveness uh, defensively. And then on the offensive side, you probably got to hold on to the football and make each drive count and really kind of utilize the run game. Curtis, when, when you go back, I'm going to take you back to the Kansas State game. Would you agree that Kansas State beat Baylor and what Baylor likes to do, particularly over the last three weeks, it's time of possession, when, 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 the, when the battle up front, you know, snap it more times than their opponent, move the football, and just play keep away from their opponent? Oh, 100%. Uh, Baylor and Kansas State kind of thrive doing the same thing. They're both physical teams. They both want to hold on to the football, and they both want to run it down your throat. Uh, and Kansas State was able to do that. And Baylor just kind of dug itself a hole pretty early with time of possession and with uh, with K-State's runability and just couldn't get out. Third down's not good for Baylor, but real good for Kansas State. Baylor have to get better on third downs? Baylor has to get better on third downs, but it also has to get better in the red zone. Uh K-State's five for five in the red zone Saturday night. Baylor couldn't get into the red zone, let alone finish when they got there. Just one for three in the red zone Saturday night. So you have to be able to get the ball uh, inside the 20. And the Bears just couldn't do that Saturday night. And I know K-State's defense is really good. But in this day of college football, like you've got to be able to get inside the 20. Get yourself into field goal range. Points are better than no points. Curtis, we, we talked about this with Jerry Hill, but it, it, it's it's really perplexing to trying to figure this team out. One, every time you think you kind of got kind of got them figured out, then you don't. I mean, it, it, and here we are headed into uh, uh, the final home game. Yeah, it's very strange. This is you know this this defense has a lot of talent on it, but the issues are not in areas you'd expect the issues to be in every week. Like this is a young secondary, but sometimes a lot of the issues are in, in the middle uh, or with tackling or with pressure on the defensive line. And so very strange defense. And then on offense, like, I mean, you have a, you have two quarterbacks who haven't really started a full season uh, in their careers before. And so it kind of shows their youth does. And you've got running backs that are, still kind of finding their rhythm. Richard Reese looks like he's started before, but 
he's a true freshman. Like he, he, he's got to get into the weight room a little bit. And it's just a very strange season um, for sure. Especially when you consider the expectations coming in with Baylor being picked first in the preseason media poll. Curtis, two games left in the regular season. Biggest surprise in the big 12 for you. TCU hands down, not even close. I, I expect the TCU to be going through a transition year. You know, no, no better than six and six and sneaking into a bowl game, but 10 and 0 shot, basically playing for a spot in the college football playoff at this point, you know, big 12 title game appearance wrapped up with two games still to play. Uh, TCU is the biggest surprise to me this season, um, hands down. And then the next one is Kansas. Uh, I don't think anybody can overstate what Lance Leipold has done in year, in really year one with the Jayhawks because he didn't even get the job until what, late April, May? Like by the time he got to Lawrence uh, for the 2021 season, his kids were home for the summer. And so uh, those two teams, hands down, not even close, the best stories in the Big 12. Well, when you look at TCU, it's it's a team that just simply gets it done. They just find a way. I mean, I don't know how else to describe this team. Uh, they're they're not flashy. They just go about their business. And when push comes to shove, and when you get to the end of the game, they've got a W on the left side of the ledger. They just get it done. They get it done, and they've got luck on their side. Whether you know you want to discredit them for it or not, uh, TCU has not has played what. Two healthy starting quarterbacks for a full 60 minutes in Big 12 play, Quinn Ewers being one of them, and the other one, J.T. Daniels at West Virginia. And so, yeah, that maybe has something to do with it. But at the end of the day, you know, they're dominating teams uh, offensively, and their defense is coming up with spot with stops when they need to. Um, this is a really good TCU team that, you know, is not afraid to say, okay, that didn't work. Let's draw something up in the dirt and just see what happens. Oh, look, that was a touchdown. Now we won. Congratulations, everyone. Several teams in Central Texas moving on to round two in Texas high school football. Yeah, a really good first round uh, for the Central Texas area. Harker Heights wins the playoff game for the first time uh, for Killeen ISD since 2015. Uh, first time in 20 years for the Harker Heights campus. Like, that, that's awesome. Uh, Mart moves on as expected. China Spring moves on as expected. Uh, some of these we kind of expected. I think the real bigger, the, the bigger story from Friday night, right, is who's not there. You know, Lorena gets walked off by a really good Columbus team. And that, that game is probably, uh, you know, if you do this based on skill, that's like a regional semifinal that we're playing in the first round just because of the way the, the alignments fell. Um, in 3A Division One Region 3. And so, you know, Laredo falls to a really good Columbus team. And, uh, Academy just can't get anything going in the second half against Hitchcock in the same region. Um, and so I think that's kind of the bigger story. But at the end of the day, like, you know, March five wins from another title. And China Springs five wins from another title. And both of, the, both of those teams look really, really good. Uh, West looks really, really good. Let's see... You know, the second round is where you start branching out and playing, uh, you know, East Texas teams or West Texas teams, depending on where you're at uh, in the region. This this could be an interesting week that tells us a lot about what's to come in, in the playoff brackets. You know, one of the one of the cool things about high school football is the great stories that come out of it. And I, I think 
for me this year just watching this University Trojans football team and, and what you know what they've gone through 0-10 a year ago to playing for a district championship to you know finishing uh, in, in, I think in second and, and you know going and getting a, a playoff by district win on the road last weekend just what a remarkable year for Kent Lasseter's football team. What a remarkable year. And then you go 0-10, you win a playoff game. Like, this is just – this is why high school football in this state is so special, right? Like, university did it. Like, they came in, they did the quick turnaround thing that nobody seems to be able to do. And Ken Laster's really built something. And it, it looks sustainable there in South Waco. Uh, a tough test this week, right? Like, Fort Ben Marshall is a brutal test. I mean, they've won the district – They've won their that region, what three out of the last four years, and so this is this is as tough of a second round test as it gets uh, for, for for Kent Lasters ball club, and it, it's going to be an interesting Friday night. But don't let it take away from the season they're having. You know, from zero and ten to six uh, to six and five heading into the second round of the playoffs. This is this is a Trojans team that you know this could be sustainable in South Waco. It just, it's just going to take some work um, from, from the community. And I think the community is buying into what Kent Lasher is selling. UMHB gets the win against McMurray in the final regular season game. Then on the selection show yesterday, finds themselves at home next week. This, I mean, that's kind of expected at this point, right? Like UMHB hosting in the first round. Um, although when you looked at the regional rankings not too long ago, it, it was very perplexing. Like, yeah, UMHB is eight and nine and one at the end of the regular season, but it looked like they were dinging them for not for losing to Whitewater. And it's like, guys, that that's Wisconsin Whitewater. And then of course, you know, Whitewater tripped twice along the way. So it, it's all uh, Division three has more transitive losses than any other division in co- in college football which is just the strangest thing uh, to me. But, yeah, first-round game against Huntington at home. Uh, this is going to be a tougher road to the stag ball for UMHB than it's used to in recent years because it's going to require more road games. And so um, good for the crew. They get a home game, you know, back to back to normal, right? Get that first-round game at home. But potential second-round rematch against uh, a Trinity team that I think finished undefeated, won the SCAC, uh, this is uh, this is going to be a fun a fun playoff run for the crew, but there's a chance that this could involve a, little, a few more bus trips and plane rides. Hey, Curtis, uh, your alma mater, the Oklahoma State Cowboys, found a way to get it done against Iowa State uh, on Saturday, and now it's Bedlam. Is this is this the last Bedlam that that we'll see for a while? Um, I think Bedlam dies when OU goes to the SEC. Yeah. I mean, Mike Gundy has said it. Uh, Chad Weiberg, the AD there at Oklahoma State, has said it. And then I think OU has said it, too. Like, you know, they would love to be able to schedule it, but who does it benefit whenever they go to the SEC? Um, it, it makes me sad because this rivalry was so much fun. There's not a whole lot of other football games that I would have stood in three inches of snow in the bleachers with minus three wind chills in December of 2013 for but, you know, my freshman year at Oklahoma State, we had a chance to win the Big 12 title. Um, Justin Gilbert drops an interception. Oklahoma uses the belldozer, Blake Bell, to win Bedlam. And then Baylor wins the Big 12 title with a win over Texas that afternoon. And so it's a fun rivalry, and it makes me really sad that it could it could 
go the way of the dodo bird, right? Like this is this is fun. This is what college football is all about. Like these regional rivalries. Um, and so, you know, the fact that Oklahoma State and Oklahoma, just 90 minutes apart, um, may not be playing each other after 2024, uh, I don't think that's a good thing for college football. But I'm going to enjoy it while it's still there. Um, I got to go to a wedding on Saturday. So I told my wife, like, you know, I won't have it on during the first dances because I don't want to create a scene. But after the first dances <laughs> are over, I'm absolutely turning Bedlam on, on my phone while we're at this wedding. And she just looked at me and goes, whatever <laughs> I, I could see see i was trying to see i was trying to get a, you know i was making that right turn to see if you were gonna if you're gonna tip your hand and, and tell us that uh oklahoma and texas are gonna leave early but you don't think they will then i don't think they will because um what I, from what i've read on twitter it looks like fox needs the inventory with them in the big 12 because fox does not have SEC rights. Fox has first crack at the Big 12, and so I think it's. I think if ESPN had sole control of the Big 12, they're gone. But I think because Fox has its hand in the Big 12, I think they stay and ride out this grant of rights. Uh, at least just based on recent reports that I've read from you know entities like the Sports Business Journal. All right, uh, real quick, tell us what you guys got coming up this week and in, uh, in, in your coverage for the weekend. Uh, so we're going to preview um, Chilton's run uh, coming up this week. You know, they get a Brackettville Friday night um, out in Fredericksburg. And then we're going to, you know, Nicole Sheeran's going to have a nice little feature story with uh, with the Harker Heights Knights. That's a, that's, a, that's a great story. You know, we talked about it. First, first clean ISD team to win a playoff game in seven years, first time in 20 years for the campus. Um, and then, we'll, you know, we'll talk Baylor coming up this week. And, it, it, you know, we get a little bit more room for creativity after Friday Night Lights is over. We are far from done covering high school football, though. And so, you know, we've got plenty of previews and we have a nice little uh, feature story coming up Wednesday night. And, you know, we'll uh, we will see where the week takes us from there. Haven't figured out what games we're going to Friday night yet, but we will soon. uh, And we'll have plenty. uh, We'll have plenty of people out in the field this week. Curtis, thanks. We appreciate your time. Thanks for getting up with us this morning. I appreciate it, Tom. Y'all have a great day. Have a good one. That's Curtis Quillen from KCEN-TV talking a little football with us. All right, uh, 8.44, 16 in front of 9 o'clock. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. We're presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, and we're brought to you in part by our good friends at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Uh, I ran into uh, Braden uh, yesterday and uh, Braden Emery and he was telling me that the first week of December they are moving they have set it in stone or in steel if you will <laughs> that they're going to move it that first week of December and get that brand new facility up and running right next to Busby Feet out on Loop 340. They've been serving Central Texas since 1943. Uh, the uh, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has built their reputation one customer at a time. Look, they offer the best in custom metal buildings, residential metal roofing. They've got hay and equipment barns. They got garage and carport covers. They do angle iron. They uh, they got structural pipe. You name it, they got it for you at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. If you happen to be building a barn dominium, which of course is one of the cool things that's going on right now, and, and you don't really know how to get started, you need a contractor. You're like, I don't know. Contact the guys over at Pioneer Steel and Pipe, and they will help you find the best contractor for your project. They're in Bryan and also here in Waco at 913 South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane for another two or three weeks, and then uh, then they make the move 
over to Loop 340. But uh, right now, they're still open uh, at 913 South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane. They're open Monday through Friday, 730 until 5, Saturdays 8 until noon. And you can always check them out 24-7 at PioneerBoys.com. The Baylor Coaches Show, live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco, this Wednesday from 7 to 8 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Join us Wednesday beginning at 7 and hear from new head baseball coach Mitch Thompson and head football coach Dave Aranda. Tune in to the Baylor Coaches Show, live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco, this Wednesday from 7 to 8 p.m. here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Are you in the market to buy or sell a home and need an agency to deliver excellent results? Camille Johnson Realtors is excited to assist you with one of the most important decisions for you and your family. Whether it be residential or farm and ranch properties, Camille and her all-star team of agents are ready to help buyers and sellers through what can be a stressful period in their lives. Enjoy the multiple listings, community and school information, and photos of the area on their website, CamilleJohnson.com. Camille Johnson Realtors is a proud supporter of Baylor Athletics. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. This is Greg Hill, General Manager of Mission Golf Cars, the nation's number one EasyGo golf car dealer. We are proud to announce the opening of our newest store in Waco, Texas, offering the full line of EasyGo and Cushman vehicles for the golf course, the neighborhood, the beach, the farm, and industry. Mission Golf Cars has the knowledge and experience to handle all of your golf car needs from sales and service to leasing and rentals. But our true expertise is in our commitment to our customers' experience. Mission Golf Cars, now open at Bagby and Highway 6. Stop in today for a test drive or check us out at missiongolfcars.com. Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Are you frustrated with rising costs of eating out? Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House comes to the rescue. Meat Eater Monday, one meat with two sides for only $8.95. This special with beef or ribs is $9.45. Tater Tuesday, buy a Texas tater at regular price and get the second for half price. Pork loin Wednesday, a pork loin plate for just $7.69. Try their new Porky Pig Tater with succulent pulled pork and save $3 off your order. Texas size value, available every day from Waco's number one barbecue. Uncle Dan's Barbecue in Hewitt and in Waco. 
In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. Game Time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service in Robinson and Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace. All right, 8.50. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Coming up at 3 this afternoon. It is John Morse, live from Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. And at 4 o'clock, Matt Mosley will be there as well as we kick off the Toys for Tots campaign. It, it, this is something that we've been doing around here for a long time. And it is, uh, it, it's a project that is near and dear to our heart. So if you get a chance, come by and say hello to John and, and or Matt this afternoon as they broadcast live from uh, Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac as we kick off the Toys for Tots campaign. Look forward to that uh, this afternoon uh, as uh, as we get rolling with Toys for Tots today. All right, a uh, couple of things here. Uh, don't forget Baylor football next Saturday, this coming Saturday rather, with uh, TCU. That will be an 11 a.m. kickoff with a uh, 7 a.m. broadcast, Ward White. So I'm, I'm pretty jazzed about that 7 a.m. start time. You should be. I, I am pumped, pumped, pumped. Uh, so that's you can get Matt to set your stuff up and just yeah. get down and start broadcasting. I, you know, and that's the thing. I, I think I, I this time I'll sleep in a little bit. Let Matt Mosley hook up all the equipment, mm-hmm. and it will be good to go. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> if we do that, when I get there, we'll be in the dark. <laughs> Basketball tonight. I. How about this tonight? Uh, Baylor plays uh, Northern Colorado. 7 o'clock tip, broadcast time 6.30 right here on ESPN Central Texas. Second all-time meeting between these two teams. The first one was 1941. Wow. How about that? Been a while. And here's the – this is kind of a cool note. Tonight, Scott Drew will go for win 400. Win 400 in his 20th year at Baylor. And if he gets it, he becomes one of just 10 active coaches – to be at 400. One of those 10 is in this conference. Who is he? Bill Self. You got it. I thought you would say our friend from West Virginia, Mm-mm. Coach Huggins. But you're right, Bill Self, 400 uh, in that 400 club. So, uh, I mean, just stop and think about if, if you were around here, you know. If you weren't around here, look it up. Uh, when he got here, I don't think there were a lot of people beating down the door to get that job. They're just they just weren't. I mean, there was there was on the floor issues, there was off the floor issues. I mean, it was a tough job. And he has done a remarkable job not only putting that thing together, but uh, building it into what it is today. And you know ironically, if you go back and look at that that initial press conference, he talked about winning championships, and everybody's like, oh, there's some coach speak. But he meant it. He was as sincere as he possibly can be, and he has, he has done it. 
And now, guys, he's got a program where you talk about just, and I know it's a lot of hard work, but every year we're talking about just how good are they in terms of can they get to the Final Four? You know, is this a is this an elite elite basketball team? It's just a grade eight basketball team. It's not are they going to make the tournament? You know, this we're now talking in terms of how good are they as far as the national picture? And right now they they're at what number five I think in the country, and this is a really really talented team. You you heard um, Pat Nunley. I think we had Pat on last week talking about this team and, and just how good they are and just how fun they are to watch. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and and a lot of the guys are just really young guys just getting here, just getting going. It, it, that just seems to be the, the cycle and the system. Now. Yeah, there, there's one young one that's just going to get going. He's going to be really good this year, but you're probably not going to be able to hang on to him more than this year. <laughs> he, he may have the association nothing, on his jersey. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with no, that. No, no, go get another one. Yeah. That's, that's what that's, that's where that's Scott what's so is. Great about it. Yeah, that's where Scott is with the recruiting. He'll go get another one. So anyway, he goes from number four hundred tonight to join that elite club. That is so cool for Scott Drew and the Baylor basketball team. All right, that is going to do it for us. Come see us this afternoon, three o'clock, over at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac for Ward and for Ryan. I'm Tom. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow at seven.